Welcome to the Sisterhood Circle Up. I'm Kate Lynch, a vitality expert and the founder of Custom Fit Vitality. Join me and women from around the world as we share our stories to help you cultivate an authentic, abundant, and balanced life while encouraging others the opportunity to do the same. Connection is the cure. Welcome everybody, it's Kate, and today I want to share a fairly lengthy quote from a woman named Abby Wambach, and then I'll give you some context for this, and then I have a special guest that I want to introduce you to. So this is Abby Wambach, and it's about leadership. If you have a voice, you have influence to spread. If you have relationships, you have hearts to guide. If you know young people, you have futures to mold. If you have privilege, you have power to share. If you have money, you have support to give. If you have a ballot, you have policy to shape. If you have pain, you have empathy to offer. If you have freedom, you have others to fight for. If you are alive, you are a leader. And to give you a little context, this is from February 2022. Uh, and I have this calendar on my desk. It's one of those page-a-day calendars. And this is my second round of this gratitude page a day calendar that my husband Derek and my daughter Lila, Lila will be 19 in May, gave to me for Christmas this year. What you need to know about this is that I am always looking for content. I'm looking for inspiration. Every day I get up and I think about, okay, what can I learn today? I'm innately curious as I like to both tease and (laughs) kind of confess. So I have for many years had a quote a day leadership calendar on my desk and I love them and I usually buy them for myself. Two years ago, my husband and daughter bought me this gratitude page a day calendar and it's kind of purple and it has a lotus flower on it and it's a little, when I first got it, I thought, oh, for crying out loud, I I really, I'm not looking for woo-woo. I'm looking for leadership. I'm looking to be inspired. Really? I mean, give me Gandhi, maybe, but I want to hear what Abe Lincoln said. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear what the CEO of some major company is saying. So I tore the pages off kind of infrequently, to be honest with you. And then I joined a group last October, which some of you may know about, for Sober October. And it was a group of women from all over the world. And it was quite an interesting experience for me on so many levels. (laughs) And as an English major, I should slap myself for saying interesting, because interesting is the poorest word ever. And so is good, to be honest. So let me just say that it was transformational. How's that? That's a better word. And one of the reasons it was transformational was because of the women that I connected with from all over the world. And after Sober October was done, 
And interestingly enough, it was a 21 day uh, reset, if you will. It wasn't even the full month. There were about 12 of us wanted to carry on. So we created our own group and we decided we would carry on. As a person who has run groups of women for many, many years, I knew early on that if we didn't have a leader or leaders in the group, that the group would fall flat. I just knew this to be true from my own experiences because any groups that I have run, when the leaders step back, if there's no one to keep the momentum to propel the group forward, the groups just, they die off. I I have seen this with many, many Facebook groups that I have run. I have seen this in Facebook groups that I have been in. I have seen this from my friends and colleagues who are leaders. If you don't step up and show up and deliver, if there is no leadership, things fall flat. And just a little context, years ago at my fitness business here at Custom Fit, my farm, we have a fitness business on the top of a my century-old horse barn. One day, all the women came up the stairs, worked out, and I said, listen, today what we're going to do is you can do what you want, and I will wander around and help. So think of this like a gym. Just come on up and do what you want. And, and like I said, I, I will come around and, and cue you and, and give you some help. It was a gong show. They did, it was not fun. No one enjoyed it. The truth is that most people want to be led. They want to be led. And if you are the leader, then it's your job to step up and show up. So let's just say I never did that again, but it was an experiment. And so was this group of women and I starting our own little group on an app where we could connect and continue our journey thinking about perhaps putting a pin for a while in alcohol or moderating. There are quite a few of us that moderate. And so the group started and it was really exciting that we were going to carry on. But then, as predicted, it ebbed and flowed and it mostly kind of tanked a little bit. And it it was a bit chaotic, not bad, but it was either too busy or too quiet. And there were a couple of us who said, gee, we need some focus. We need some leadership. And one of the ways that I stepped up was I took my little gratitude calendar And I posted a picture every day of the day so we could at least delineate the days. And again, I wasn't sold on this calendar. I thought, oh, this is the hokiest thing. I'm not into this at all. But it was what I had handy. And we needed a way to delineate the days because on this particular app, it's like a comic strip across the bottom. And you won't really understand where you're at or what day someone said something or what the heck day we're on let alone the state of the world and the fact that that seems to be happening for lots of us lately. We don't know what day it is. We don't know what time it is. Hence, wine o'clock was coming earlier and earlier for many of us, which is why we did Sober October. So anyway, what was interesting is these calendar posts, they resonated with people. And when I actually paused, when I stopped, when I rocked back on my heels and I read them out loud every day with intention to share with these new friends that I had made on as we took this continuation of our journey that we started as complete strangers, 
they really started to soak into my bones. And because of the effectiveness of this group, I changed the trajectory of my business and started a 21 day vitality refresh for women. And I used the same app and I used a software where I could house the lessons or the nuggets or the prompts every day for a 21 day refresh. And at first I used little pictures, you know, like with a bubble with a one in it or a, a, a shooting star with a 20, 20 in it. Right. So you, so you had an idea of where the heck we were. And then one day I just thought, why don't I share these calendar posts? So what has happened is that in all of my coaching groups and I coach people privately and I have the 21 day vitality refresh. Then we have a group after you've done the refresh called nourish your nature, which is 30 days and it's all food based. And then we have a group called the sunnies and the sunnies stands for sisters united nourished. And it is a membership group where we include the fitness and the connection because connection is the cure. And this leads me to what happened last Thursday. I shared that Abby Wambach calendar post with all of my groups, including my personal group, my drinking buddies, and it resonated with a lot of women. In particular, it resonated with one of our Sunny's group's leaders, someone who has stepped up, shown up in her own life, and has been instrumental in her work life, her family life, and has just been a gem in the community, the sisterhood of women that I am looking to serve with the help of other women who are, wait for it, helping other women. So I want to welcome Tracy to the podcast today. And Tracy, We'll do an introduction, and Tracy and I are here to talk about this post from Abby Wambach, which was the springboard for the conversation we will have today. Welcome, Tracy. It is fantastic to have you and to see you. Tracy and I are on Zoom, by the way, just for some context. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me, Kate. Um, I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, the uh, just thoroughly enjoying being in the sunnies and when you posted the the calendar post that, that you just talked about and that you read um i was actually on my way to to work so um just a little bit about myself um i am uh, 51 um proudly 51 and uh, uh i joined kate's uh, first group back in the fall and i did that because uh things were not connecting with me in all aspects of my life whether it was family whether it was work um, I was just, the tank was completely empty. And, and I saw a video clip that Kate had posted on her page about transactional disconnect. And uh, it kind of hit me right between the eyes. Because what I realized at that point was that um, I knew I was in trouble, but where I was looking for help wasn't giving it to me. So I was just trying to do more. I figured, oh, it'll just, you know, it's, it's just going to work itself out. And what I neglected to know was that I had the power within to kind of get myself straightened out. Um, and that's where the, the idea of being a leader in your own life uh, just kind of made me smile when I heard that calendar prompt on my way again to work where I had made, made a choice, a, uh, you know, a conscious choice to do something that took me away from what I was really working on. 
And uh, so it just kind of made me smile. And I thought, how far have I come since the fall where I can start to recognize that uh, my choices have impact. And so when I got thinking about um, the, the leadership piece and where we all can be leaders, I think that's so important. And I think it's really important for women because um, oftentimes in my experience, um, sometimes we end up doing things because we think we have to, or we think we should, or someone has told us that this is the next step that you should take. And whether that's with uh, relationships or whether that's with it's time to have children um, or whether it's time for the next step in your career, sometimes we get so, and I hate to use this word, and, and Kate's gonna smile when I say this, sometimes we get so busy with life and we think our life is so busy that um, it's a roller coaster. And we just end up doing the, the next best thing without even considering is that next best thing the right thing. So when, we, when, I, when I got thinking about how does that show up in leadership, because I am a leader, um, that's what I do for work, uh, that's my job and I've done that for years now. I got thinking about what leadership meant to me and, um, and anybody can lead you know, anybody can be in that chair and you can make things happen. It's, it's kind of how you make things happen. And that's what I love about these groups. Um, I've really kind of learned about now, not how to be an outward leader for the other stuff. I'm learning how to be a leader in my life so that I'm taking those same concepts and I'm, I'm applying them to me. Um, one of the things that we do in these groups is we have this app and it's called Marco Polo. And so you get on there and, uh, and you can kind of, you know, Kate often refers to this as the download and the calendar prompts send us there. And for me at the beginning, it worked because I, I had to, I was so used to being outward with advice um, or guidance or mentoring. And all of a sudden, what I was connecting to was my own face in this app. I started talking to myself. And once I started doing that, I started listening myself so it's been it's been a great journey um and uh yeah so so this quote is that's why i think it really hit me because i started to realize that all of that energy that i was putting out i just turned it around and i started putting that energy back into me you know sky's the limit at that point um and and things really started to come together you know what's interesting tracy is and I've said this for years, and I used to say this in the barn, but you absolutely never know what you will say or do or what someone else will say or do that will change your life. And one of the things that I have really done my very best to offer is a safe place to fall where we can figure some of these things out. And the only way that that is possible is by allowing or offering up the space for women to show up as their best selves. And I always loved that in the barn too. Nobody cared if you were the jock in high school. Nobody cared if you were a wallflower. You got to show up as your best self and slowly step up into your power and forget about all of those bright and shiny distractions and do the work. It's so funny. You, you, uh, you just said this morning, um, because you're, you're absolutely right, Kate. We, that happens to me all the time when I start to listen to the other, other women speaking about their experience or, or their perception. You just said something this morning, and, and I've listened to you since September, 
um, you just said something this morning that resonated and that was you said uh, about your gratitude post. You said, I wasn't looking for woo-woo. Um, I wanted to you know, hear from those great leaders. Funny that you say that because when I was kind of in those, you know, I would say mid mid spring summer, and I was starting, you know, things at home were not well, things in my health were not well, and all of a sudden work started to be not well, and I was really struggling to be motivational. Um, where did I go? I did what I always do. I went to the experts on leadership. I bought every book out there, and I still wasn't getting it. So I could go through the motions. I could use all of the little tricks and sayings. But because I hadn't taken the time to figure out me, I was completely disconnected. And, uh, and I didn't realize, um, you know, two years just uh, being with yourself is not great. And, uh, and, I, and I didn't think I needed a connection. And you and I have talked about this before. Um, I am absolutely hardcore introvert. I didn't think I needed a lot of people around me. I was pretty content to just... Uh, do my own thing um and that works only for a while and uh and and now i have completely changed um my thoughts on the importance of connection and the importance to make time even when it feels icky or it feels awkward you get over that really really fast and uh, this group has certainly helped me to do that you know what there's something that you said earlier about beyond bright and shiny and looking for the next distraction, which quite frankly, sometimes, and I love to learn new things, but sometimes that next leadership, that next course, that next, the next, the next, the next, and we still feel empty. It's a little like when we eat a box of cookies, (laughs) you you feel like you should be full, but you're really still empty. And so thinking about what nourishes us, mind body and soul is really ultimately how we can step up and and live our best life and 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 that notion of when it feels icky like you were just saying or when it's out of our comfort zone because I too am a hardcore introvert I like to be alone I like to be with my animals and I have an extroverted extroverted job as you do as well but what's what has really helped me personally, and I know we've talked about this extensively in the groups and also just between the two of us, is the idea of reframing busy versus full. Yes. And in my mind, that, is, that has been essential and thinking about slowing down a bit to, to speed up, if you will. Completely. And... Um... So busy versus full, I really check my self-talk on that. Um, and that, that's one of the key words that I'm really trying to watch because every time you say something, you start believing it a little bit more. And it's, so, it's not the big things. Like that, that's the other thing that I've really learned here. It's not the big, the big leaps or the big uh, wow moments. Those are great for inspiration, but it's those little incremental pieces that we're doing every day where, where I get up and one of the things we've done is the vision board. And, and I think we've talked about this before. I think I've shared this. Um, I got a whiteboard for my room. The very first thing when I get up in the morning is I see the vision board. That reminds me, what, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why did I get up? What's important to me? And on that as well as kind of my, my main non-negotiables. So one of my non-negotiables is that mantra. That's that self-talk about just that reset. Remind me, what's today about? 
And it's just a little bit, it takes me five minutes, but it sets my day. And it makes sure that I don't get distracted by all of those other influences around me um, that, uh, that as a leader, they, they pop into your lap constantly. There's always something else to do. There's always another opportunity. And I think for women, um, for me in particular, with, with all of those competing priorities, it's, I found it so hard to do two things. Number one, say no. And number two, ask for help. And we probably won't get in, into that today, but uh, those are the two things that, that I think if, if you were to ask people around me, those are the two big changes that the outward world has seen with me is my confidence and, uh, and just ease maybe comfort with, uh, with saying no and asking for help. And, and uh, it kind of brings me back to, to the leadership quote and, and the very first piece on that is around, uh, if you have a voice, you have influence to share. And when I heard that, I, I got thinking, you know, so what am I gonna do when I'm, I'm heading to work? I hear this quote, you know, over the radio, because um, for me, Marco Polo, this group, uh, and all of the discussions has replaced the radio <laughs> on drives. So that's my, uh, that has now replaced that mindless, uh, worrying about what's happening in the world that I have no control over. Now I'm getting filled up with things that I can control. It really challenges me to think. So, so I'm heading there and I'm thinking, okay, I have a voice. How am I going to use it? How am I going to use it responsibly for me so that what comes out of my, out of my mouth into my own brain uh, fills me up and sets me on a, on a right course? Um, and how can I influence others? And I got thinking about how I would show up to a meeting or how I would show up for a colleague or a friend. And, uh, and I know that when I show up stressed, when I show up overwhelmed, if I show up uh, depleted, you know, uh, whether it's my physical appearance or my lack of spontaneity or not even being able to, uh, what's the, the phrase that you use all the time for smiling is that not even being able to even turn up the corners of my mouth? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am absolutely influencing everybody else in that room. And I have, I have a responsibility for that. How, how are you going to show up in the world? How do you want to show up in the world? And um, again, it's those little things, right? It's, it's the smallest little things that people will pick up on, even subconsciously. And it can turn a conversation. It can turn someone's whole day around. So, you know, it's interesting to, to think about that it's contagious. So as a, as a, as a species, we tend to run negative. And I tease that. One of the reasons we tend to run negative is because we need to be kind of historically on the lookout for the saber toothed tiger. <laughs> and so we have to be ready for the other shoe to drop. And that preparedness is one of the reasons that need to, to be prepared for anything is one of the reasons why we as a species tend to run negative. And negativity is incredibly contagious. It can snowball and you can suck people down very quickly, or you can be the light. And even if you have to fake it a little bit before you make it to try it on, whatever we're focusing on expands. So as you are beginning to nourish yourself, both with 
perhaps your lifestyle choices and the foods that you eat and also very importantly the people you hang around what happens is you do and i think this has certainly been my experience i don't want to speak for anyone else but what i witness the women that we are connecting with do is step up into their power as they influence those around them by leading an example. And this isn't about being the positivity police or the food police or the fitness police because people just shut down when you do that. But if you're living authentically and you're, whatever we focus on expands, then for example, we do do some giving up to go up. Like not listening to the radio, but instead listening to your sisterhood <laughs> with a hopefully potentially positive quote that starts your day early in the morning and some feedback from people who are doing their best to lead in their lives, but mostly to lead themselves. And just one more thought to that is that if we can give up the doom scrolling on social media, if we can give up listening to the news and we can surround ourselves with people who aren't necessarily like-minded, but they're on a similar journey because wait for it, they're alive. <laughs> they're alive. And most of us, although it, it may not be, the path may not be clear, we do want to show up as our best selves. Sometimes we need to ask for help, as Tracy was was suggesting uh, a moment ago. And and help is there if we can get past bright and shiny and focus on the basics to bring out the essence of who we are. It's so funny that that you you reminded me about um, something that really struck me. I guess it was probably about a month ago about our group and um and it really was highlighted at one point you merged two groups so we got this influx of new ideas and new new people to explore and i got thinking one day how diverse we all are we have people from every walks walk of life um, some are working some are retired some have small children uh, some haven't haven't even got to, you know, they're just out of teenagehood, really. You know, we had the one young lady. And, and yet we all have the same desire to, to show up in life. And we have the same barrier. We, we hit the wall and the same kinds of things. You know, you, ha you sit in the mud. That, that's a, a phrase that, that I often hear people use. And I'm, I'm a little down today. I, you know, I'm sitting in the mud. But the solution to get out of the mud all of us it's the same it's it's so um so ironic to me that it's it's the same habits go back to what do you need to fill your cup um, what do you need in terms of nourishment um, fresh air exercise um, connection all of those pieces to kind of slow your brain down again fuel up and then show up and and it works and you watch people um and and i felt this many times in that group where you know you, i hit a wall and i get frustrated and i do my download and then i just say okay now you've got that out you know what to do start building again and after a couple of days just stay with it um now you're back you're you're back and you're ready to go for me it was about getting a clear head 
because without a clear head, I wasn't in a place where I could make decisions. And, and when I don't make good decisions, I become a follower and I stop leading my life for sure. That's a, I waved at you. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. I thought you'd lost your sound, but you're good. So okay. one of the things that we do, sorry about that, but one of the things that we do just to pick up on what you were just saying, Tracy, is in the groups, we look at, we look at patterns and there's something incredibly heartwarming and reassuring about watching people that you perhaps wouldn't go out and have drink beer with <laughs> they wouldn't necessarily be in your social group but watching them have similar patterns to you so not only do you see yourself and you're able to do what i call that verbal download where you where you can either share your success sit in the mud seek solutions but you get to see these patterns and you get to understand that there is an ebb and flow to life and that the more you can lead yourself and show up because how you do one thing is how you do everything. It affects all facets of your life. Absolutely. And you often say, you never know what someone else will say that will just resonate with you. And I would never have believed if, if you had told me you would throw me into a group of women and I would get something from each of them. And you never know where it's going to pop up. Um, we have one, one woman in our group that uh, will often share pictures of the, their environment if they're out on a walk or, or uh, if they're feeding the cows. And um, it brings a smile to my face every single time. And um, it's just interesting. And, and that's the connection piece, right? It doesn't have to be big and profound. That, that doesn't last. It's more about knowing that there's other people out there living and breathing, struggling and succeeding, just like me. And um, yeah, I, it's, uh, that's probably been the biggest eye-opener for an introvert that um, people are cool and I should probably hang out with people more often. You know, Tracy, before we did this, we just, you, did, you sent me what you call a straw dog. Uh, so can you just explain what a straw dog is and without, we, and I teased you when we got on this, that, that we could talk about anything, but we can't talk about everything. And you and I could probably go on and on and on for hours and hours, but the, you do have some great points on your straw dog. So A, what's a straw dog? And I want to dig into this a bit if there is something here based on what we're chatting about. And I feel like obviously what we're chatting about is leading leadership and leading ourselves. And quite frankly, the, the need to ask for help, but is there anything on this that you want to turn to now? And if not, I, of course, you know, I, it's like high energy, low IQ. I have lots of uh, things I want to ask you, <laughs> but uh, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so a straw dog is, uh, is, it's an affectionate uh, little trick that I use to do the brain dump, but in a more controlled way. So I kind of think about what's, what's the, what's the problem up at the top? How do I get the solution? And what are some options at the bottom? That's kind of what I think about when I do a straw dog. So it's kind of my, my um, it's a brain dump, but it's got a little bit of structure to it. And it kind of helps me to kind of work through. Um, and it's, I guess it's kind of how I think, right? It's methodical. That's kind of just part of my personality. So, um, when, when we thought about having a discussion around leadership, um, I started with some of the things that have really made me, I think, 
take a progress a progressive step in leadership and that I've learned from this started off with this concept of you have said and you often say this that overwhelm is a choice so when things get a little crazy remember overwhelm is a choice and um, for me that's the bottom line is I have learned that I'm the leader of my own life so if I choose to be full not busy that's okay. That's a choice I can make. And, and I'm free to do that. It doesn't mean stopping everything. It means, but to me, this means making intentional choices. So I think, you know, as I started to think through that, um, the other thing that really resonates with me is when, uh, it, you know, you can go through life by happy accidents and just let things happen. And I was there. I was, I was making uh, career choices based on what others needed around me not based on what filled my cup and uh and and that works for a short period of time but after you've done that for a few years and you're no longer getting anything back so you're no longer continuing to fill the reservoir um it gets really really bland and you can work all the hours in the world but if you're not getting any satisfaction from that what are you doing are you wasting your time and um and that was very eye-opening for me so the idea about uh, what do you get for what you're doing, right? Um, and you, you say that often as well. And that works for work, life, food, exercise, time spent listening to the news or listening to polos. What do you get for that time that you're spending? Because time is infinite. There are only so many hours in the day. How are you going to use them? And, uh, and sometimes it's good to sleep. You need that, right? So... Um, when things got overwhelming before, I thought the answer was more. Well, I just do more. I just work a couple more hours. Maybe if I set the alarm and I get up at four and I work until seven because if I can, that's three hours I get ahead of everybody else. Um, I don't do that now. Now, I still get up at four, 4.30. I just, I, that's normal. But now, those three hours before seven, that's my time. That's the time that I spend. Um, being with myself, being with uh, the things that matter, thinking about it, keeping my mind engaged in all of those things that, that really fill me up and set me up to then go out, face the world, do what I got to do. And then what I'm still working on, because it's always a work in progress, it's, uh, I've, I've got to do better at shutting it down. So it's interesting because a lot of the stuff out there that, that, that I've tried before has an end point. Right. So you, you have a goal. Oh, you reached your goal. Yay. Things are good. You know, you don't have to work on it anymore. And I guess what happens? <laughs> you could just fall back to where you were. Um, if I've learned anything, I've learned that this is an ongoing every day. Um, work on yourself every single day. And, you know, if you do that, if you start that way, uh, it's going to be sustainable. And that's the other thing I really like about this. Uh, this whole concept is it's going to be sustainable because this is who I want to be. And, uh, and that means that I have to continue to work at it. Um, so I think that was, you know, that's kind of the setup for how I've been thinking about overwhelm and uh, that it is a complete choice. And it's really started to, to help me get clarity around um, where, I'm, where I'm headed on this journey we call life and, and how I can make the, the best of the next phase. Um, like I said at the beginning, I'm 51, so you know this is a good thing. And when I turned 50, um, I was 
the self-talk was a lot different than it is now. You know, I was thinking, oh, I'm coming to the end. You know, it's over. I'm old. Everything hurts. <laughs> I guess this is as good as it gets. So if I could just make it to retirement, you know, I don't, I don't talk like that anymore. You know, now I'm 51. I've never felt better. Um, this is good. I've got all of these things that will fill me up that I'm not doing over there. I'm not going to do that later. Why? I've got time to do it now. And, and I'm getting just as much done, probably more, but it's the right things now. And it's the things that matter. And all of those other things I've forgotten about. So, yeah, yeah life is good you know, right now. That's, so intentional growth versus growth by happy accident is something that, that we really focus on. And the other thing, too, is I love this idea, as you were talking about where you are in your stage in life, and we are the same age, I'll be 51 in, in March. Just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And you recently, and you, you know, I, you, I think you know what I'm lobbing out there, but we all okay. celebrated a choice that you made based on that whole idea of bright and shiny and the next thing. Uh, and you made a choice recently. And if you don't want to share with us, you can just go down some other tangent, but, uh, and you don't have to elaborate too specifically, but you made a choice and the sisterhood really celebrated you for it. Are you, are you comfortable just kind of sharing even an overview of that, Tracy? Yeah, absolutely. Because it was, um, it was, it was life-changing for me as well. And it's interesting. It wasn't until I shared and it was odd to me that I did share. I, I don't know why I did that that day. Um, and it didn't really hit me emotionally until I started to get the feedback from the group. And then I started to realize, holy crap, you did it. Like you really did it. And uh, yeah, I won't go into too many details, but at the end of the day, I had a, I had a really, um, a really hard decision put in front of me uh, career-wise. And it was one that I normally would have just said yes to. And I would have been miserable. And I know that one of the things I did when, when that was put in front of me was um, I, I took a step back and I thought, the minute it was presented, how did you feel? And in, a, in our group, we, we often talk about wellness compasses, right? So it's not so much about other numbers. It's how you're feeling. And that's, that's what went through my mind. Okay, if you say yes, how do you feel about that? And I was scared. I felt, I felt uh, nauseous almost because I just, how am I going to do this? And then it became, do you want to do this? What are you going to get if you do this? And what do you have to give up to make room for this? So when I started looking at that list that I was making about what I'd have to do and what I would have to give up, um, it was clear. It was crystal clear. It didn't take me long to realize um, great opportunity that I can let pass and someone else is going to have a, have a wonderful go at that. And it's just not going to be me. And I'm going to be there to support them 100% because that's what fills my cup. It fills my cup to support and develop and, and to, to um, contribute. And I can do that. But the other, I don't want to do that. And, uh, and that's not going to get me to where I want to be. So it was, uh, once that happened, simple decision. Um, and I was able to kind of close it. And uh, I shared within the group. And then, uh, yeah, then the kind of the wave of, oh, you did it. Came over me. And so ultimately, the idea of asking yourself, which is the common thread that we are always considering, 
What are you getting for what you're doing? What are you getting for what you've done? And what are you going to potentially get for what you're about to do? And then checking in instead of externally, but checking in internally and saying, okay, how do I, how do I actually feel about this? And not necessarily in a touchy woo woo feely way, but in a, okay, where do I feel this in my body? Where do I feel this in my mind? And where do I feel this in my spirit or my soul? And we often talk about connecting with source and source could be God, could be the universe, could be nature, could be animals. Many of us have lots of different sources with which we draw our energy from, including the foods we choose, the people that we hang around with. For many, many years, custom fit was one of my five. So you're, you're, you are, we are the average, it has been said, of the five people we hang around with the most. And I'm really proud to say that that sisterhood is, is now one of my five and my drinking buddies are one of my five. So that's two. And then I have Derek, uh, my husband and Lila, uh, our daughter. And, and then I probably have my critters. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like my, I have my horses and dog and, and, and Charlie the Barcat and, and, and nature really important. But that idea of rocking back on our heels, Tracy, and slowing down to speed up being willing to sit in the mud for a moment, being willing to ask for help, being willing to try something new and understanding that we can do anything, but not everything. So getting laser focused on self-care, which ultimately is what we have been working on and thinking about what we might give up to go up, including things like the news in the morning, doom scrolling on social media, Foods that perhaps don't serve us or don't serve us well very often. You know, I'm not really into having people give up their wine and chocolate. That's not my MO at all. But how can you fill your cup? And where are some places that perhaps surprise us? So looking for surprises. Every day in the sisterhood, I am surprised. Someone surprises me. And you just said something, Tracy, a minute ago about feeling in your body. And I I always like to remind people, I'm a horse trainer. That's how I actually came to this. And, and that moment when you put your foot in the stirrup to swing over a young horse and you feel your heart pounding, you know, you're really alive. And when people take a chance on saying no, asking for help, uh, trying something new that is potentially going to fill their cup first and put the oxygen mask on themselves first. And your heart is just pounding. You're thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I always like to remind people in that moment, you are fully alive and there is nothing like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and th- those are the feelings you need more of. Because that it's it's almost like that that energy boost, um, or maybe it's maybe it's energy boost, but maybe it's also your your body and your mind confirming, it's confirmation, that was right, that fits, that feels good, that was right. Now go get them, and and and, and that's kind of the way that that I would describe that. And then then you have a smile on for the next, you know, you can ride that wave because you have had that kind of. I don't know, it's an adrenaline rush or it's something, 
but it, it's like the whole universe, your whole body, not to get too woo-woo, but it's confirmation that things are aligned. Good on you. And um, yeah, and that's pretty inspiring. And if you don't have those very often, um, it can get pretty dark. And so uh, I think you need to set yourself up for success by giving yourself a chance to do that. It goes back to be the leader of your life. At the end of the day, you, you have the ability, we all have that within us to, to take each, uh, each challenge that comes towards us and, and take the time to consider, is it, is it going to fill you or is it just gonna fill those around you? you know? um, sometimes opportunities are great to pass and, and that's okay. You know, the other thing too, besides confirmation within our own selves, that affirmation from people who have your back, in our case, it's the sisterhood that say, good on you for stepping up and showing up in your own life, being a leader of your, of your own life. I'd like to read that Abby Wambach, uh, Wambach quote again uh, about how can I show up as a leader in my life and then see if there's anything else you'd like to add Tracy I feel like I feel like you and I we could go through that straw dog and we will have to I think we'll have to do this again because I always enjoy hearing your thoughts and as I say when I put you into various newbie groups right so the groups with the refresh you really have a great way of expressing yourself and a kindness. And, and I, as a fellow introvert, I just have so much respect and and gratitude uh, uh, to and of and for you. So I'm just going to read this and then any parting thoughts. uh, I think we'll wrap this one up and we'll, we'll percolate on the next one. So again, Abby Wambach, if you have a voice, you have influence to spread. If you have relationships, you have hearts to guide. If you know young people, you have futures to mold. If you have privilege, you have power to share. If you have money, you have support to give. If you have a ballot, you have policy to shape. If you have pain, you have empathy to offer. If you have freedom, you have others to fight for. If you are alive, you are a leader. Yeah, it is, it is so powerful. There's so much there. And when I'm looking at it now, Kate, what I see is all of those if statements, if you have, we all have that. If every single person, every single woman out there um, that's breathing has all of that. And if you if you recognize that that's the true essence of, of, of life, of, of being a, a fellow traveler, if that's the essence, look at all of the things that you could do that are valuable. You know, we spend our time doing things, you know, you get up and, and um, you've got 24 hours. What are you gonna do with that 24 hours? You often talk about what are you gonna do with the dash? We won't go down that path, that'll take another hour. But um, if you have all of those things, at the beginning of those quotes, it's privilege, it's money, it's relationship, it's pain. You have those things, and we all do. That's part of being human. Um, look what you can do with that if you turn it around and really take that gift for, for what it is. Um, 
look at what you can do in terms of impact and influence to others. And, and that's leadership. That's it in a nutshell. So the idea of the dash just quickly is what will you do between your birth and your death? Because that is your dash. So I want to thank you, Tracy, so much for joining us. And I want to invite any women listening to check out katelynch.com or customfitvitality.com for more information on how you too can get your own vitality refresh in the 21-day vitality refresh with the Sisterhood Circle Up. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it and you very much. If you enjoyed this, please follow the podcast, give us a review, and share the love, would you? Thanks again. If you enjoyed this conversation with the Sisterhood Circle Up, please follow, review, and share the Sisterhood Circle Up podcast. Check out what I'm up to on katelynch.com or Custom Fit Vitality and learn how you can join your own Sisterhood Circle Up for your 21-day vitality refresh. We start on the first. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon.